بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قد أفلح المؤمنون الذين هم في صلاتهم خاشعون صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أول ما يحاسب به العبد يوم القيامة الصلاة فإن صلحت صلح سائر عمله وإن فسدت فسد سائر عمله أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected ulamai kiram, elders, beloved brothers in Islam The famous hadith of Salman Farsi radiyallahu ta'ala anhu Our benevolent and noble master Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam divided this Mubarak month of Ramadan into three parts. Awaluhu rahma, awsatuhu maghfira, wa akhiruhu idqu minan nar. He said that the first part or the first ten days constitutes the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The middle ten days, the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhiruhu idqu minan nar. He said the last ten days of the month of Ramadan Normally we translate this اِتْقُمْ مِنَ النَّارِ Emancipation from the fire of Jahannam. But the reality of this, Alamai Kiram explain, is that this actually represents the true falah and the true success. Many of us have a different concept or idea as to what is success. And if a person is mentally sound, whatever field of endeavor he is engaged in, business or whatever it may be, any any field of endeavor where he is making effort, the objective behind that is that the person wants to become successful. Allah Ta'ala has wired the human being in that way. That each one of us is making an effort in a direction that we perceive this is how we will become successful. However, the reality, my respected brothers, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not linked the success of this human being with the achievement of anything that is external. Whether you have a zero bank balance or a billion rand bank balance, in Allah's court this will not constitute success or failure. What is success? What is failure? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphatically and equivocally tells us in the Quran, فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَعَزِ He who is safe from Jahannam, he who is safe from Jahannam and is entered into Jannah, فَقَدْ فَعَزِ Definitely, without a doubt, he has succeeded. So that is the only, that is the real success. To be saved from Jahannam and enter into Jannah. And what is the road to that success? Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran, وَمَن يُتِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولُ وَمَن يُتِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا وَمَن يُتِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا To bring our lives in conformance with the commands of Allah, and that of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he who obeys Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
definitely he has achieved the greatest success. So the road to success, to be safe from Jahannam and enter into Jannah, is to bring our lives onto the commands of Allah in the pattern of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this third section of Ramadan, Al-Itqu min al-Nar, this constitutes actually the real success. That if Allah makes the decision that you are safe from Jahannam and that you have entered into Jannah, then without a doubt, definitely we have succeeded. The verse of the Qur'an which I recited in the beginning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an with great emphasis says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ Definitely this word قَدْ creates great emphasis. Stamp, seal from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قَدْ without a doubt. Quran emphatically states, أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ The believers are successful. And what quality of the believers Allah ta'ala under this context, that this is falah, this is success, this is the pinnacle, this is the objective. In that context, what quality of the believers does the Qur'an highlight? الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ They are those who in their salah have khushu and khudu. MashaAllah, effort of da'wat and tabligh to a very large extent this revolves around these two basic pillars of Islam, what we call Iman and Kalima, Iman, Kalima and Namaz. One is the effort of Iman and the other is the effort to correct our Salah. Brothers are out in Atikaf, brothers are out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This effort, my respected brothers, is a lifelong effort. It is very, very sad, unfortunately, that with the passage of time, one of the efforts that shaitan makes on us is that shaitan will not dissuade you and tell a person who's already in the masjid, who's already out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, shaitan is not going to tell that person don't make salah or go to the casino or go to the gambling den. The effort that shaitan will make on that person is make your salah, carry on with it. But but what type of salah is being made? Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ amala. Allah is testing you. Allah is testing each one of us. And what is matlub? أَيُّكُمْ Which one of you? Allah doesn't say أَكْثَرُ amala. We'll do the most actions. No. أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ amala. Who will do the most beautiful, the most perfect? The highest quality of action. So increasing the quality of our amal and ibadat, increasing the quality of our salah, the quality of our zikrullah, the quality of our tilawat of Qur'an, the quality of our fasting. This is a constant effort that we have to make, what we call islahun nafs. Correcting ourselves, reforming ourselves. Earlier on the Safar of ours, we met one alim, very senior alim. And mashallah, he gives time in tabligh also. And this was the message. He said, it appears 
As if, mashallah, people are going out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but the entire focus of their effort has become others. The reformation of others. This understanding that it is farz, it is obligatory, it is a direct command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directed to you. That you have to reform yourself. That you have to effect change in your own life. You have to bring your own life onto conformance with Allah's command in the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Unfortunately, he says this, this thought also, this focus also is not even there. Whereas this is obligatory, this is farz. This is farz ayn upon each one of us. This constant effort for our own reformation. Azharma Yusuf sahab rahmatullah used to say like this, he used to put it with so much of emphasis, he used to say, جو آدمی اللہ کے راستے میں نکلتے ہیں جو آدمی اللہ کے راستے میں نکلتے ہیں اپنے اصلاح کے لیے he used to say that person who comes out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to reform himself to make effort on his own iman, to make effort on his own amal, the development of his own amal, etc. he used to say, وہ بنے گا اور ایسے بنے گا کہ اس جیسا بنا ہوا ملنا مشکل ہوگا this is such a path such a مقبول such an accepted path such an effort Allah's help is with this so as Allah Yusuf sahab rahmatullah used to say if a man goes out in the path of Allah with the niyat and intention of his own reformation he used to say he will be made and he will be made in such a way that to find another one made like him will be difficult Allah ke wali ban jayega. He'll become the friend of Allah. When Yusuf sahab Ramadullah used to say, three days spent properly in the path of Allah, you'll become the wali of Allah. Conversely, jo Allah ke raaste mein sirf dousro ke islah ke liye nikalte hai. Conversely, a person comes out in the path of Allah, but the entire focus and gaze and purview of his effort is the reformation of others. And this is one of the very, very great warnings and cautions we find in the Malfuzat of Mawlana Ilyas Sahib Rahmatullahi. As Mawlana mentions, he said, one of the great things that he warned us about is that Admi kaam samaj rahe ke kaam kar rahe lekin nahi kar rahe. What was the warning? That the person will think that he is doing tabligh, he is engaged in the effort of deen. But in reality he is not. Outwardly it will look like he is doing, but the inside it's kokla, it's empty, it's hollow, there's nothing there. And he would go on to explain what this means. That you think you are doing the work, but you're not doing the work. He used to say that it, he says, Kam che sifat hai. The work is these six qualities. And if you are giving 40 days, 4 months a year, giving whatever amount of time in the path of Allah, but these six qualities are not coming in your life. Your iman, your yaqeen in la ilaha illallah, every passing day, your, 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 your conviction in Allah, and the effort to remove the effect of ghayrullah from the heart is not taking place. 
Every passing day, sunnah is not becoming more beloved to you. You are years in tabliq, the miswak is not even a part of your life. You are years in tabliq, the basic sunnahs of Rasulullah are not there. The masnoon du'as, the masnoon surahs which Rasulullah would read. The basic practices. You are out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are engaged in the effort of da'wat and tabliq. But like we notice commonly, you ask somebody who is in tabliq for the last 15-20 years, that by make bayan of the six qualities, he'll stand up, first quality, person who reads the kalima hundred times a day, his face will shine like the 14th full moon on the day of judgment. Person who reads the kalima hundred times a day, his face will shine like the 14th full moon on the day of judgment. Person is in tabli for the last 15-20 years and this is the, still the same virtue that he is mentioning. As if there is no other virtue of the kalima. What is this? This is where daily we are giving muzakara of the six qualities. We are talking on the importance of ilm or knowledge. Increasing your knowledge, acquiring the knowledge of deen. Learn one masala of deen. You will get the reward of a hundred rakats of salah. Learn a chapter, you'll get the reward of a, of a thousand rakats of salah. This virtue we are saying, but what has happened? We are saying it in such a manner as if this is for everybody else but myself. I have divested myself, freed myself of the need of increasing my own knowledge, sitting by the ulama, acquiring knowledge from them. Sitting in the majalis of, of the learning of deen to acquire the knowledge of deen. So if a person is out doing the effort of deen, my respected brothers, and his knowledge of deen is not increasing, and more importantly, the understanding that I have to acquire the knowledge of deen is not there. His business is being done in such a way where every law of sharia is being broken. Mu'amalat is incorrect, mu'asharat is incorrect, social dealing, financial dealing, that he does not take the trouble to acquire the knowledge of deen. person is out in tabliq, he is not making effort, to become conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's not pardoned with his azkar. As Ma'a Yusuf sahab rahmatullahi used to say, Jo admi Allah ke raaste mein nikalte hai, or ilm or zikr, the person who is out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he is not emphatically conscious of the need of acquiring the knowledge of deen, and he is not pardoned with his azkar. With the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he used to say, Uska nikalna awara gardagi kitara. He's like a person who's wasting his time just running around. So much of importance, Mawlana Ilya sahab rahmatullah used to put on ilm and zikr. Likewise, the effort on our salah, the second quality of tabliq, salatu dhatu khushu'in wa khudu'. Salah with devotion and concentration, a person is in, engaged in the effort of deen, the salah he was making 10 years ago. And the salah he's making today is still the same. Leave ten years ago, Mawisu Sahib Rahmatullah used to say, if a man is out in the path of Allah, like, oh, like I'm digressing, our brothers are in atikaf. How can we judge that I'm spending my time correctly? Mawisu Sahib Rahmatullah used to say, he gave us one yardstick, one measurement. He says, if you are out in the path of Allah, if you are in the environment of the masjid and the salah of today is not offered with more devotion and concentration than the salah of yesterday. And your zikr does not have more nuraniyat in it. And your amal of deen doesn't, is not increased in the consciousness of Allah, it means that you are not spending your time correctly.
Because if you are spending your time correctly, every day there should be some taraqqi. Every day there should be some increase. So these six qualities, yaqeen in Allah, the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, devotion and concentration in our salah, ilm and zikr, having the dhyan, the consciousness of Allah, increasing the ma'yar of our dua. Look at our kabirin, our aslaf. You don't have to look many years ago, recent times also. Hafiz Patel sahab rahmatullah alayhi, Allah fill his qabr with nur. I spoke to his khadim, he says every night, minimum two and a half hours in dua. Every night. Late Muhammad Yunus Patel sahab rahmatullah alayhi, whenever we used to meet him, whenever he used to meet jamaats, obviously out of hikmat, he would talk along the lines of jamaat. He would mention when I was a 16 or 17 year old youngster, I would go with Hajibai Padia sahab rahmatullah alayhi, out in the path of Allah. It was only me and him. He says once we were in Dandi Masjid, one o'clock in the morning, I heard someone sobbing and crying. I get up, I look, I see it is Haji Saab. In one masjid in the middle of nowhere where hardly any people are. One, two, three in the morning, sobbing and crying before Allah. Ma'yar of dua, increasing our dua. Basic nisab of tilawat of Qur'an. Reading the Qur'an with tajweed, reading correctly. Making effort on that. Likewise, our akhlaq and our character. Person is engaged in da'wat and tabligh. But in his house, he's a tyrant. In his business, his staff don't have one good word to say of him. His conduct, his speech, interaction with the local people in his locality. These are important aspects. Ikhlas, sincerity, jazbah, to be increasing, to spend our life and our time and our wealth in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Mawla Ilyasa, Muhammadullah, used to say, Kaan kol kar sun lena bhai. Listen with the ears of Iman. He used to say that if a man is engaged in the work of Dawud and Tabligh and these six qualities are not increasing in his life, samajre ke kaam kare, lekin kaam nahi kare. He says this person thinks he is doing Tabligh, he is not doing Tabligh. It's kokla, it's empty. It's a hollow. Islahun nafs is farzain. Developing ourselves is a direct obligatory command of Allah and it is one of the objectors of us coming out in the path of Allah. Should not be that the gaze moves to others to such an extent that we forget about ourselves. Where do we have time to look at the weaknesses and deficiencies of others? If we concentrate on ourselves, there's no time to look at the weakness or deficiency of others. So coming back to what Muhammad Yusuf Sahib Rahmatullah is to say, Jo admi Allah ke raaste mein nikalte hai, lekin dousro ke islah ke liye nikalte hai. Apne islah ke liye nahi nikal rahe. He used to say, if a man comes out in the path of Allah to reform others, and there's no concentration of fikr about himself. Allahu Akbar, Allah protect us. And Moses used to say, wo bigrega. In a deeni environment, understand the context of this, the veracity of this. In a deeni environment, in a mahol of iman, in a mahol of masjid, in a mahol of malaika, in a mahol and an environment of Allah's rahmat descending all the time. In a nisbat with higher than which there is no nisbat, the nisbat of anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. In that environment, you say, this man will become spiritually destroyed. Bigrega. Or aise bigrega ke is jaysa bigra hua milna mushkil ho. He used to say he will be destroyed to such an extent that to find another one destroyed like him will be difficult. Why? Because how do you reform somebody? How does somebody change who is already in an environment of Iman and Deen?
Why? Because the focus has shifted away from myself towards others. Absaru nas man kana bi'aybihi basiran wa an'aybi ghayrihi dhariran. Like the poet puts it beautifully, he says the person with the best sight, the person with the best sight, the person with the best sight, is when it comes to his own deficiencies and shortcomings, he can see. And when it comes to the deficiencies and shortcomings of others, he's blind. So very, very important, this, this period, the last 10 days of Ramadan, mashallah, brothers are in Atikaf, brothers are out in the path of Allah, we are in the environment of the masjid. This is a time, my respected brothers, for us to make ourselves. Regard yourself as wretched, as the lowest of the low. He says the problem today is what? If we've got 99 deficiencies and one good quality, the only thing we notice about ourselves is the good quality. And if the next person has got 99 good qualities and one deficiency, the only thing we notice about him is his deficiency. So this is not apne aapko muttaham samajna. Apne aapko muttaham samajna is you must think yourself to be the lowest of the low. And think good of everyone else. This is hadith. This is direct imperative command. Dhunnu bil mu'minina khayra. Think good of others. And regard yourself to be the criminal. Regard yourself to be deficient. Beg from Allah. Cry to before Allah. Make effort on our salah. The salah of today must be better than the salah of yesterday. Make effort on our tilawat, make effort on our zikrullah, make effort on our mu'amalat, clean our financial affairs. Make effort on our akhlaq. In our houses, let us be a rahmat. To our staff, let us be a rahmat. To our friends, let us be a rahmat. To those we come into contact with, let us be a glowing advert of Islam. Let us not be someone who puts, turns people away from Islam. This effort of islahun nafs of ourselves, reformation of ourselves, this is imperative. And this is a lifelong effort. We can never ever, we can never ever become complacent. That is what the incident means. Hamzala radiallahu ta'ala, in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What happens? Nafaqa Hamzala, nafaqa Hamzala. The sahabi feels that I'm munafiq. Goes to Abu Bakr radiallahu the greatest personality of this ummah after the anbiya. Greatest human being. Abu Bakr feels he has become munafiq. So Sahaba never had this mindset, we've reached some high level or something. They were constantly worried, constantly worried. This is what Umar Sahib Rahmatullah used to say, karte roho, darte roho, mangte roho, mante roho, rote roho. Carry on doing, carry on fearing, carry on asking from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, carry on being obedient and carry on crying before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us the fix one of the